Gordon Chang. Welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you uh, for being on with us, Gordon. Now, you have launched an all-out uh, boycott against China. You don't want us to do any business with them. In fact, you're advocating starving the evil. Tell us what you really think there, Gordon, about China and how we should approach them. Well, of course, we'd like to have robust relations with every country. But unfortunately, China has deliberately taken steps that have resulted in the deaths now of 90,000 Americans, and that number will be much higher when the outbreak finally subsides. Uh, so we should not be enriching a regime that uh, took steps that knew would result in great economic harm and the death of Americans. So at this particular time, it's unfortunate, but we need to cut trade, investment, licensing, travel, all the rest of it. And this is going to be painful for us, but it's absolutely necessary. When we think about the measures that you are suggesting that we take against the Chinese, we then have to believe that the Chinese purposely allowed something to escape its borders without telling us that would kill the rest of the world if, in fact, we didn't arrest it. Was the World Health Organization who? Were they complicit? Uh, certainly WHO was complicit. The case against China rests on two principal factors. There are more, but the two principal ones are that it announced human-to-human -human transmissibility of uh, the coronavirus only on January 20. But Chinese leaders probably knew about this second week of December. Now, if they had said nothing during that five-week period, that would have been grossly irresponsible. But what they did was they deliberately tried to tell the world it was not human-to-human -human transmissible, and WHO helped them, especially with its infamous January 14th tweet, which said, look, based on information from China, there's no clear evidence of H-to-H, human-to-human transmissibility. The second foundation for this is that... Uh, because China knew that this was human-to-human -human transmissible, it should have prevented people from leaving China to infect the world. But in fact, China did the opposite. What it did was pressure countries to accept arrivals from China, not to impose quarantines and restrictions. And World Health Organization helped them with its January 10th statement, which said uh, countries shouldn't be imposing these types of travel restrictions. You put those two things together, and it's clear that Chinese leaders that what they were doing would inevitably lead to death and infection around the world, which makes them, by the way, responsible for this, um, and it leads to all sorts of conclusions. We can't cooperate with a country that has um, killed Americans. Let me ask you then, what is the game being played by so many on the left who want somehow Americans to believe that the president is pawning off the blame for this onto the Chinese. What's happening here in our own nation when it comes to our supporting this president in this time? Talk to us. Yeah, this is extremely, um, really concerning. Um, I can understand people might not vote for President Trump on November 3, but between now and um, at least noon on January 20 of next year, he's our president. He's the only person who can defend us against China, which is our common enemy, which is engaging uh, in these horrible attacks on us, unrelentingly, and vicious attacks. So um, 
my point of view is that we all need to rally behind the president, and the president has an obligation, of course, to make sure that he can get the support of others. So um, I believe right now, um, I don't know why the critics uh, are propagating the narratives of Chinese communism, but this borders on disloyalty. The amount of money, uh, Gordon Chang, our special guest is Professor Gordon Chang, and um, who is all things China. In fact, Gordon, tell everyone how to get in touch with you, how to engage you and your thoughts before we go any further. Yeah, the best way is through Twitter, um, and my Twitter handle is Gordon G. Chang, G-O-R-D-O-N-G-C-H-A-N-G, and my website is www.gordonchang.com. What are we looking like as far as reopening our economy. Uh, we can't remain closed or we die anyway. Gordon, what are you, uh, what is your opinion on the reopening of America? Well, it, it's going to happen because Americans demand it. Um, I think there will be additional coronavirus cases, but let's remember why we had the lockdowns in the first place, and that was um, to flatten the curve so that our hospitals would not be um, overstressed. And we've done that. Um, the hospitals that we have are able to handle coronavirus cases. Um, so I think that, you know, we're going to see the economy reopen. And, and most people want it. It's a question of, you know, is it now or a couple of weeks from now? But I think that that's where we all are moving, largely because the reason for the lockdown has passed. Gordon, the mask that we have been wearing, and some are mandating them now. We have seen, uh, is that a part of Chinese culture? I, I have many uh, friends uh, that I have talked to about this, but the, the audience at large, talk to us about the Chinese and why we have seen them wearing masks for many years now, uh, wherever you might travel throughout the world. Talk to us about that. Yeah, uh, especially the Japanese wear masks when, when they're sick and walk around Tokyo or any Japanese city, you'll see um, people with masks um, in, you know, ordinary times. I, I think in general, it might not be so much part of culture, but remember, um, most of Asia, um, East Asia, went through SARS, the 2002-2003 epidemic. People were acclimated at that time to wearing masks, and so it came more naturally now to wear masks um, in Asia than it did in the United States. Is the vaccine that uh, the president has actually whipped through, uh, you know, and his people have whipped through, is it the end all, or have we actually uh, entered into, uh, well, are we not in Kansas anymore, Gordon Chang? How does America look going forward? Yeah, I'm not a virologist. Um, I would suspect, um, you know, a vaccine, of course, is going to help. Um, but, um, you know, vaccines are, uh, first of all, not 100% effective. You know, they might be 99.99% effective. But, you know, you, you do have problems. Um, also, um, you know, the coronavirus is now embedded in our population. So it's going to be around. It's going to mutate. Um, who knows what's going to happen next year or a couple of years down the road. Um, but, you know, once this has gotten into our country, and thanks to China, um, you know, we're, we're going to have to live with this uh, for quite some time. Let's talk about, uh, finally, with you, Gordon, trade deals that were on the table with China. How then does this affect 
our relationship. Now, it's damaged it, no doubt. Uh, that goes without saying. But how does it affect business? Gordon Jay. Well, the, the phase one trade deal, which was signed on January 15th, may or may not be honored by China. Um, China's been making noises that it was wanted to be relieved of its most important obligation, which is to buy an additional $200 billion of goods and services over a two-year period, considering a 2017 baseline. Um, and if China doesn't adhere to that, then there's certainly going to be no phase two deal. I think even in the best of circumstances, um, there's going to be no phase two, because those are the issues that China doesn't want to uh, compromise on. They go to the core of what Chinese leader Xi Jinping wants for the Chinese economy, basically state domination, state subsidies, all the rest of it. So um, I don't see very much going forward um, on uh, trade deals with China. To bring the conversation full circle here today with uh, Gordon Chang, uh, uh, professor, attorney extraordinaire, and outspoken uh, voice when it comes to America and dealing with Chinese. And I want everybody to understand, we're talking about governments, principalities, and policies. We're not talking about uh, people or you know, discriminating in any way against a people or anything of that nature. But there are governments that act in evil ways, and that is what we are wanting to punish. And the Chinese government did, in fact, act in a way that was evil to the entire world. And, uh, Gordon, to bring the conversation full circle, you're saying that this was something that they could have um, thwarted. They could have. This could have been stopped. Is that your opinion on that? Absolutely, absolutely. This should have been an epidemic confined to the center part of China. Um, Beijing um, let it get out, and once it uh, was spread throughout China, I think Xi Jinping decided to level the playing field by spreading the virus elsewhere. We don't know what was in his mind. But if that's, in fact, what he wanted to do, he would have done exactly what, in fact, he did do. And so from that, we can infer an evil motive. Wow. Well, if that's what he wanted to do, if that's what he wanted to accomplish, then that's exactly what he did accomplish. That is chilling. Gordon Chang, God bless you. God keep you as my prayer for you. And uh, continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are fighting good fight. Thank you for coming on with me. We look forward to talking to you again real soon. And hey, listen, uh, this is the second month that you're on. I'm going to have you on at least once a month, Gordon Jane. Thank you so much.